Hello, hello, hello. God bless you, people of God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Hey, Sister Tammy, praise the Lord. Hey, Sister Catherine, praise God. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. I'm so excited about tonight. Excited about the word tonight. Excited about what God wants to share tonight. Hallelujah. Glory to God in the highest. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Be sure to share it on your page. Hallelujah. Like for people to have an opportunity to hear this message tonight. Uh, it's going to be life-changing. Just want to let you know. It's really going to be life-changing. It's um, about acceleration. And it's, it's going to prove to be uh, a very powerful word tonight. Um, as I was studying for this word, um, this word has challenged me as well. Uh, it's challenged my has challenged me and I pray that it'll challenge you as well. I pray that it would be challenging to how you approach uh, your walk with God, how you approach being used by God. Um, yes, as I said before, I pray for, I pray for a change to take place tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I'm just going to head on and share this on my page. Very profound word tonight. Amen. As people are coming in, uh, be sure to share it on your page as well. I believe that this word is a profound word that will transform uh, people's lives. Uh, those who want to be used by God, those who are serious about their calling, this is really going to get right into it tonight. Amen. This is going to get into the why we do the things that we do. Hallelujah. What's the motivation? What's the motive? What's the motive for everything? Hallelujah. So, Father, I pray that you have your way with your children tonight. I pray that you move by your spirit. I pray, Lord, that you speak through these lips of clay. And I pray, dear Lord, that this word would be beneficial to your children. 
as we endeavor to walk out our calling and walk out your will as kingdom citizens in this world. We are in this world. We are not of this world. And God has called us for such a time as this to be used by him to affect change, to live our lives as salt and light, and to understand that we have a heavenly mandate and an expectation to live our lives in such a way that bring God that brings God brings God glory. Hallelujah. We walk by faith and not by sight. Hallelujah. I want you to type in the comment section that service is the heart of the kingdom culture. Service is at the heart of kingdom culture. We understand that Jesus said when he taught us how to pray, our Father who art in heaven, holy is your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. God's kingdom has no end. His kingdom goes from generation to generation. And God has called us to teach our children about the kingdom, which is their inheritance. Hallelujah. God's plan was to rule the earth from heaven through his heavenly family, through his children, who are part of royalty because of Jesus Christ. Please type in the comment section tonight that God has called me to serve. Now, when we think about serving sometimes, sometimes we think serving has a bad connotation to it. But by the end of tonight, I pray that you will be excited about serving because you will understand that that is how God, that is the, the pathway for promotion. It's the pathway to promotion. Hallelujah. God's kingdom is seen in the lifestyle and culture of his people. So when we think about our lifestyle, how we live, people may not see God, but people will see the fruit of our choices. See, I can tell who you are by what you say and what you do. By what you say and what you do, I can determine what you've been thinking. Hallelujah. And so as kingdom citizens, Jesus did not come to give us a religion. He came to bring a government. Heaven is a country that resides in the unseen realm. God's expectation is that the culture of heaven in the invisible realm would be seen in the visible realm. So see, when we think about establishing the culture of heaven here on earth, see, when we talk about culture, culture is something that is unseen. You don't see, so if you go to Chinatown, you can't see Chinese culture but you can see the effects of that culture in terms of what they eat, what they drink, how they uh, live their lives, what they choose to do, their mannerisms. You can see the impact and the influence of their culture. You can go to the Dominican festival, 
folks that aren't even living in the Dominican Republic and they're here and you can see the culture of the Dominican Republic. You can see the Jamaican culture. When a group of Jamaicans come together, you can hear it in their conversation. You can see it in the food that they eat. You can see it with their mannerisms. It's no different with the Cape Verdean festival you or the Haitian festival. It doesn't matter what country a person. And so if we want to just even break it down, folks from down south or folks from the east coast, folks from the west coast, it's this culture. Now, culture, culture is governed by a government with laws, culture, and citizenry. So Jesus didn't come to bring a religion. He came to bring a citizenship from heaven. So when you and I get saved and we give our lives to Jesus, we are now citizens of heaven. God's kingdom will last from generation to generation. So the kingdom of God is going to outlast every country on this planet, ladies and gentlemen. God's kingdom has no end. Please type that in the comment section. The kingdom of heaven has no end. God's kingdom has no end. No end. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The kingdom of heaven has no end. Type that in the comment section tonight. Hallelujah. God's kingdom has no end. Now, the reason why this concept of being a citizen is so important is because as a citizen... You take, as a citizen of God's kingdom, the expectation is, is that you take on the nature of the king. So I don't live my life the way I live it just so that I can uh, be a good Christian. I live my life the way I live it. I put the teachings of Christ into practice because it's the expectation of the king. So when a person is living for God and living for his kingdom and serving in his kingdom, the thought process is, is do the best I can to live out his will in my life. Hallelujah. Kingdom citizens... Remember, we've said it here before. We came from eternity. We're going back to eternity. Depending upon how we live our lives down here will determine where we spend that eternity. Hallelujah. Many people focus on practicing religion instead of practicing being a good citizen. See, as a citizen of the United States, it doesn't matter what country I go to, I am still a citizen. My citizenship does not change. If you are a citizen of another country, your citizenship does not change. You have people who practice a religion and they only practice that religion in church. 
when they get outside of church, their religion is out the door. They're no longer, they're like, it doesn't apply. I don't have to live that way. I, I only have a religion. As a kingdom citizen, God is looking for more. He is, does not want a religion. It's a relationship based as a foundation because I am a son and a daughter of the king. Hallelujah. The government, somebody type this in the comment section. The government of God will last forever. Hallelujah. Now, this is where we're going to get into our main teaching for tonight. I suggest you try to uh, reach out to as many people as possible because what I'm going to talk about tonight is, is your success in the kingdom. How, how do you become successful in God's kingdom? Tonight we're going to be looking at a couple of scriptures. The first scripture we're going to look at is... Uh, Mark chapter 10, Mark chapter 10, we're going to read verse 35, and it says, And James and John, sons of Zebedee, approached him and said to him, Teacher, we desire you to do for us whatever we ask of you. And he replied, What do you desire of me? And they said, Grant me that we will sit on your right hand and on your left hand in your glory your majesty and splendor. But Jesus said to them, you do not know what you are asking. Are you able to drink of the cup that I'm baptized with? And are you able to be baptized with the baptism that I'll be baptized with? And they replied to him, yes, we are able. But Jesus told them, the cup that I'm going to drink, you, the cup that I drink, you will drink, and you will be baptized with the baptism that I'm baptized with. But to sit on my right hand or my left hand is not mine to give. But it was given to those for whom it was ordained and prepared. And when the ten heard this, they began to be indignant with James and John. But Jesus called to them and said, You know that those who are recognized as governing and are supposed to rule the nations, lord it over them, ruling with absolute power, holding them in subjection, and their great men exercise authority and dominion over them. But this is not to be so among you. Instead, whoever decides, whoever desires to be great among you must be your servant. And whoever wishes to be most important and first in rank among you must be a slave to all. For even the Son of Man came not to have service rendered to him, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Hallelujah. If you're taking notes, type this in the comment section or write this down. In God's kingdom, the way to success is through servanthood. In God's kingdom, the way to success is servanthood. Hallelujah. 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 We have a responsibility to bring the culture of heaven to earth. 
as kingdom citizens, that is the expectation of God, of every person who gives their heart to Jesus. The expectation is, is that you would, you and I would establish the culture of heaven here on this earth. Hallelujah. The culture of servanthood. In this passage, what we find, we find James and John, and in another, in an, at another time, we find where James and John's mother approached Jesus and asked the question, is it possible for my sons to sit on your right hand and on your left hand? These brothers were ambitious. They wanted to be, they wanted to have prestige. And you got to understand that the, the culture of that day was this. You get promoted based on who you know. You get promoted based on who you're connected to. You get promoted. And so they were thinking that, hey, we're hooked up with Jesus. So because we're hooked up with you, if we do what you say to do, can you give us the hookup in your kingdom? We want to be sitting at your right hand and on your left hand. I know we got all these other brothers here, but we want to be at the head of the pack. And so Jesus says to them, that's not the way the kingdom operates. The kingdom doesn't operate by smoozing. The kingdom doesn't operate by uh, jockeying for position. It doesn't operate that way. Hallelujah. Jesus modeled consistency in word, deed, and character of qual and quality of character in servanthood. He taught them this fundamental principle. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. James and, and John's mother was trying to, to give uh, her sons the hookup and hope to, hope to persuade Jesus to give her sons a promotion. But Jesus's response was, guess what? This kingdom doesn't operate that way. If you want to be great, you got to be willing to serve. Now, this is the question. The question then becomes, how do I serve? What do I serve? How do I serve? What is the motivation for my service? Hallelujah. What is the motivation? Hallelujah. Jesus was saying, don't seek to find greatness in titles or position. Type that in the comment section. Hallelujah. In the kingdom, you don't find greatness by going after titles or positions. Oh, this is so good. Hallelujah. This is so powerful. You don't get greatness in God's kingdom. Many people go after titles. They go after position. They jockey for position. They're quick to tell you, I'm this one and I'm that one. Hallelujah. Greatness in his kingdom does not happen because you seek to advance or elevate yourself over your co-workers. Greatness in the kingdom 
doesn't happen because you try to promote yourself. Greatness in the kingdom doesn't happen because you're connected to the right person. In his kingdom, you cannot connive your way to greatness. You can't sleep your way to greatness. You can't smooth your way to greatness. There's only one way to be great in his kingdom. Hallelujah. 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 You don't achieve greatness in his kingdom by who you're associated with. You receive greatness in his kingdom by your level of service to others. Hallelujah. By your level of service to others. Glory to God. I pray, God, that you use me today to serve your people. I pray in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus said, I didn't come to be served. I came to serve. Type this in the comment section. Monroe writes, the road to greatness in the kingdom of heaven leads to the valley of humble service. Humble service. The road to greatness in God's kingdom leads through the valley of humble service. Hallelujah. Humble service. He said, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Whoever desires to be great among you must be your servant. And whoever wishes to be most important and first in rank among you must be a slave of all. Glory to God. In this context, the word first means the first one people call. I'm going to read that again. And whoever wishes to be most important and first in rank, verse, I'm in chapter 11, I'm in chapter 10, verse 44. Whoever wishes to be most important and first in rank among you must be a slave to all. The context here of being first means it's the first person that people call on. The most important person, the most valuable one, the one that people call on. Because now who, who do people call on when they need you? When you need somebody, who do you call on? Who is the first person you call? The first person you call is the person who has been dependable. The first person you call is the person who has been faithful. The first person you call is the person who has been serving faithfully. Has a reputation of working the hardest. We don't call when we need something. We don't call the person who is flaky, whose motive isn't right. And, and in order to have the right motive, in order to be faithful, in order to work hard, you can't work as unto people. 
You got to work as unto the Lord where you're looking for your reward from him. You're not looking for your reward from people. You're not looking. You're not serving so you can have the greatest name. You're not serving so that you can have the greatest accolades. You're serving because he's called you to serve. You're serving the king. Hallelujah. This type of culture is what is favorable and is one that is used to win many to Christ. Why do you live the way you live? Because I'm humbly serving the king. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If people are always calling on you, that's a good sign. Because they're calling on you because you are dependable. They're calling on you because they know that you are faithful. They're calling on you because they know that, that you are going to work hard and give your best. <laughs> Hallelujah. Don't miss this. Nobody becomes great by avoiding hard problems. Nobody becomes great by avoiding hard work. Nobody becomes great by avoiding difficult circumstances. Nobody becomes great by walking away from hard situations. Hallelujah. I want to encourage you tonight. Hallelujah. I want to encourage you tonight to know that those of us who desire to be great, you got to be willing to serve in the hard place. Hallelujah. 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 We have to have the spirit of service and a desire to work hard. If we don't have a spirit of service and a desire to work hard, prosperity will avoid you. Oh, this is, this is, this is, this is something else tonight. And, and before tonight is over, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you the scripture to help you, help you cultivate the motivation to serve, to always serve at a high level. No matter who you're called to serve. Hallelujah. 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 No matter who you're called to serve, no matter who you're called to, um, you may have to refresh it, Julie. Um, just come out and come back in. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Are other people experiencing difficulty with this live um, where it's freezing? Uh, just let me know. Glory to God. Prosperity will avoid you if you are avoiding hard work and avoiding the opportunity to serve. Prosperity will avoid you if you are avoiding hard work and if you are avoiding the opportunity to serve, 
Hallelujah. Being a servant does not mean that you're a doormat. And I think this is why a lot of people, when you have a message like this, when you talk about serving, people sometimes have some resistance to it because they think it means that you're just a doormat and people just, um, you know, just walk all over you. No, that's not what I'm saying here. What I'm saying here is that you recognize and understand your gift. You recognize and understand your assignment and you serve your gift to the world. Hallelujah. You serve your gift to the world. Hallelujah. You find what you have to give and you give it away. This makes you great in the kingdom of heaven. You give it away. You say, okay, here it is. I'm going to give it. I'm going to give my time, talent, and treasure. I'm going to serve my gift to the world. And as I serve it to the world, I am not serving it to a person. I am serving faithfully. I'm serving my king faithfully. I'm giving it everything I've got as I serve the king. Not looking for payment from anybody. Because payment will come from him. Hallelujah. The kingdom of heaven is my inheritance. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God in the highest. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The kingdom of heaven is my inheritance. And humbly serving the Lord is the attitude that I must cultivate in order to enter and remain and receive everything the kingdom has to offer. Hallelujah. Glory to God. In that day of judgment, there's going to be two kinds of people, the sheeps and the goats. Now let's look at this text. Hallelujah. This text is found in Matthew Matthew chapter, Matthew chapter 25, verse 31. Hallelujah. Verse 31 to 36, and it says, And the Son of Man comes in his glory, his majesty and splendor, and all the holy angels with him. Then he will sit on the throne of his glory. And all the nations will be gathered before him, will separate them, the people, from one another, as a shepherd separates sheep from goats. And he will cause the sheep to stand on his right hand, but the goats at his left. Then the king will say to those at his right hand, Come, you blessed of my father, you favored of God and appointed to eternal salvation, Inherit, receive as your own the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you brought me together with yourselves and welcomed and entertained and lodged me. I was naked and you clothed me. I was sick and you visited me with help and ministering care. I was in prison and you came to see me. 
Then the just and the upright will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and gave you food or thirsty and gave you something to drink? And when did we see you a stranger and welcome you and entertained you or naked and clothed you? And when did we see you sick or in prison and came to visit you? And the king will reply to them, truly, I tell you, insofar as you did it for one of the least in the estimation of men, for these, my brethren, you have done it unto me. You've done it to the least of these. You've done it unto me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The inheritance of the righteous was not heaven, but the kingdom of heaven. Remember, the kingdom of heaven is a country with a government that has its influence on the earth. And he said, come and take your inheritance. Then Jesus describes the character of the righteous that sets them apart. This is what sets us apart. What sets kingdom citizens apart is humble and practical service. Type that in the comment section. What sets kingdom citizens, and it doesn't matter what country you live in, doesn't matter the color of your skin, doesn't matter what language you speak, doesn't matter what sets us apart as kingdom citizens is our humble and practical service to those who are in need. Hallelujah. Feeding the hungry, giving drink to the thirsty, welcoming the naked, the clo clothing, welcoming the stranger, clothing the naked, taking care of the sick, visiting the imprisoned, these are all actions of compassion. Hallelujah. And Jesus looked at these actions of service as these actions were being performed to him. So he, this is how Jesus looked at it. He said, when I was thirsty and I was a stranger and I needed clothes. And so why did Jesus look at it like this? Because everybody on this planet, every person, whether they serve God or not, were created in the image and likeness of God. In the book of Genesis, God said, let us make man in our own image and in our own likeness. So every time you see people, you are seeing the image of almighty God. And so when you decide to serve somebody, humbly, humbly serve them, you are serving someone who has the image and the mark of God on their life. Whether they acknowledge it or not, whether they, they do the right thing or not, it still represents, they still are a representation of God in the earth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Kingdom citizens serve not with a false sense of modesty. Hallelujah. Not with a false sense of modesty. 
Hallelujah. Glory to God. It should be that as kingdom citizens, that we serve, that humble service is like second nature. That when we serve and somebody says, thank you, our, our automatic response is, well, praise the Lord. I didn't do anything really special. I was just doing what's expected of me. Hallelujah. It's the least I can do. With no, with no hidden agenda, with no ulterior motive, not trying to serve so I could, you know, try to, you know, um, serve so I could be seen, serve so the right person could see me, serve so it could, it could open up another door. No, I'm serving just because that's what he told me to do. And I'm serving because I really genuinely want to help you. Not to be noticed, not serving for a stepping stone to a greater position or a higher position. I just want to serve because I'm delighted to serve because having this right attitude is what is what establishes the culture of heaven. Like, it's that important. I am serving. Hallelujah. I am serving. And my motivation is to establish the culture of heaven. That's why I'm serving. Hallelujah. 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 Anytime we serve those in need, we are serving the king. Hallelujah. This is the mindset that we have to develop. Don't miss this. Monroe writes, I love how he put this. Oh, I love this. No person is beneath our dignity, unworthy of our compassion, or beyond the reach of our love. No person is beneath our dignity, unworthy of our compassion, or beyond the reach of our love. Nobody. That's why racism has no place. No place in the kingdom. No place. Racism has no place. As a kingdom citizen, it doesn't matter the color of a person's skin. They still bear the image of Almighty God and they deserve dignity and respect in their treatment and compassion. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When we look into people's faces, we should see our king looking right back at us. Regardless of their job or our job or our career or our profession or our title or our educational um, background or the money we got in the bank, none of that should matter when it comes on to serving people. When it comes on to serving our gift, we count it an honor and a privilege to serve people on behalf of our King. Hallelujah. 
It's an opportunity to serve. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We ought not to be focusing on just getting a paycheck. We shouldn't just be focusing on getting greater prosperity. We shouldn't be focusing on just um, trying to, to advance our own agenda. What we should be looking for is opportunities to serve. Opportunities to serve. And the reason why serving is so powerful is because that is how we advance the kingdom of God. It's through service. I was so excited when our church had the opportunity to serve with Stone Coast Church. And we served um, Greenlock uh, Horse Stables. It's a, it's a program for kids with disabilities. And we had an opportunity to serve together. To serve together. That is, you know, um, when all the stuff was happening with George Floyd and and there was a lot of racial tension and there's still racial tension now. And unfortunately, you know, the church hours, unfortunately, the most segregated time in the United States. And as we prayed about it, you know, we were praying at the state house and praying for racial reconciliation. And the Lord led a pastor friend of mine who was of the lighter hue. We, we had a conversation and we asked the Holy Spirit, what should we do as pastors? And the response was, serve together. Don't have a prayer meeting. Don't have a, 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 um, a you know, a gospel fest. Serve together. Just go. And now, as I'm continuing to study about service, I see why the Holy Spirit led us that way. Because that is how you communicate that's how you communicate to the world the kingdom of god through service it wasn't his church thing or my church thing it wasn't a black thing or a white thing it was a kingdom thing hallelujah we were serving the king and and you did, it didn't matter hallelujah color people's skins at the end of the day we were a blessing as the body of christ hallelujah Glory to God. We are ambassadors of the king and we have a kingdom mission and a kingdom assignment. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter how menial or unimportant or thankless from a human perspective something might be. In God's kingdom, no service is menial, no service is unimportant or, or thankless because the kingdom is built on service. Please type that in the comment section. God's kingdom is built on service. How will they know that God sent Jesus because of your love one for another? How do I communicate my love? I communicate my love by my service. Hallelujah. Glory to God in the highest. If you haven't shared this on your page yet, please do so. As a digital evangelist, as a digital missionary, we, we spend a lot of time. And so we we as a church, um, we didn't have we didn't have service that Sunday. We went 
to be of service. We didn't have service. We went to be of service. We went to be service. And we're going to be doing that more as the days and months ahead. My The vision that I have is at least once a month, we won't, we won't meet in a building. We're going to go serve somewhere. That's the vision that I have eventually that as 2022 rolls around, once a month, um, we, we have our outdoor service, but once a month, we're out there serving. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Instead of having service, we're going to go be of service. Hallelujah. Go be the church. Go be the kingdom. Spread the love of God. Go serve somewhere. Be a blessing. Hallelujah. Now, unfortunately, as you continue with the text, he says, now this this, this, this is the hard part. Hallelujah. Let me get to the right spot. Chapter, um, chapter 11 in the book of Matthew, verses 41. Oh, sorry. Matthew 25, verse 41. Then he will say to those at his left hand, be gone from me, you cursed into eternal fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry and you gave me no food. I was thirsty and you gave me nothing to drink. I was a stranger and you did not welcome me and entertain me. I was naked and you did not clothe me. I was sick and in prison and you didn't visit me with help and ministering care. Then they also in their turn will answer, Lord, when did we see you hungry and thirsty and a stranger or naked or sick or in prison and did not minister to you? And he will reply to them, solemnly I declare to you, in so far as you fail to do it for the least in the estimation of men, you fail to do it for the least of these you have failed to do it to me. Then they will go away into eternal punishment. But those who were just and upright and in right standing with God into eternal life. Oh, glory to God. Sheeps and goats. From a kingdom perspective, a goat is one who is, is unrighteous. They are not a kingdom citizen. They're an alien. It is important to note that goats that the kingdom addresses are not necessarily bad people. Goats are not even, they're not necessarily bad people. They may possess very high ethical and moral standards. In fact, Monroe writes that they may very well be righteous people. After all, they address the king as Lord. And they seem genuinely surprised. That the king said to them, hallelujah, that the king had nothing for them, that the king's charge, that they did nothing for him. Lord, when did we see you in need and did not help you? And that's a serious thing, folks. Implied in their question, hallelujah, is an excuse, Lord. If we had only known it was you, we would have acted differently. If we knew it was you, that's the whole point. The whole point, the difference between sheep and goats. 
See, what the goats were, were thinking was, if we knew it was you, we would have served differently. See, it's about if I'm only going to serve depending upon who's watching. I'm only going to serve if, if I'm going to get something out of it. I'm only going to serve if, if it's going to benefit me. I'm only going to serve if it'll win the praises of people. I'm only going to serve if I could look good in front of people. I'm only going to serve if it's going to benefit me in the long run. I'm only going to serve. I'm not, I'm not going to inconvenience myself if it's not in my best interest. Lord, help us today. The sheep don't care anything about that. They treat everyone the same, whether they're rich, whether they're poor, whether they're strong, whether they're weak, whether they stink, whether they smell good. It doesn't matter. They show the same love, demonstrate the same compassion, extend the same level of respect. Why? And don't miss this. If there's anything you get out of tonight, the reason why they serve this way is because it's not about personal gain. Please type that in the comment section. Kingdom citizens are not concerned about personal gain. They serve to obey and honor their king. They serve to obey and honor their king. That's what creates faithfulness, ladies and gentlemen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Righteousness is, is a product of being in right standing with God. Right standing comes first. So because of my right standing with God, I then serve. My service comes out of my relationship with God. Because of my relationship, that's why I serve. I don't serve to be seen. I serve because of my relationship. My relation, and so it doesn't matter what is it. And it's 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 about ministry service, but it's also about your calling. How you, whether you're called to be a a doctor or a nurse, or a, um an educator or somebody in arts and entertainment, whatever your calling is, you then serve people and it doesn't matter who you serve because you are serving as unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Apparently, neither the sheep or the goats recognize Jesus. But the difference between those two folks was that the sheep served everybody the same. The goats, they were only looking to serve if it was going to benefit them. The righteous serve no matter who's in front of them. Giving people life by your service is it has to become an automatic thing as a kingdom citizen. Serving 
as a kingdom citizen must be part of our lifestyle. Type that in the comment section. I have to make serving part of my lifestyle. God wants us to serve others for no other reason than our love for him and our love for people, regardless of money. Type that in the comment section. God wants us to serve people out of our love for him and our love for people. My service must be birthed out of my love for God and my love for people. My love for God and my love for people must be the motive as a kingdom citizen. And I'm telling you this now, this is something I got to practice, y'all. I got to practice this. Practice this. I have to practice this every day. I got to until it becomes a part of me. Because the world system tells you you only give if it's going to get you ahead. You only serve if it's going to get you ahead. And the kingdom is not even like that. He flips the whole script. And what he says is, he says, this is how I expect for you to be motivated. Some people serve because they want to be recognized. Some people serve because they want the applause of people. Some people serve because they want to get political, social, and economic advantage. The king wants our hearts of service to be, to not even think about any of that stuff, but that we serve based on our unconditional love which is what the world is starving for. Hallelujah. If when an opportunity presents itself and you got to sit there and try to figure out how can I help or why should I help this person? whether or not I should help this person, then you acting like a goat. But if you're saying, how can I help this person? Then that's acting like the sheep. The goat says, let me think, if I help this person, what am I going to get out of this? Kingdom citizens should be excited about the opportunity to serve. And we're willing to do it as we serve our king. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So my prayer for you tonight is that as we come across these divine appointments, beautiful people that we come into contact with that are in need, that we serve our gift to the world. We serve our gift. If it comes on to serving in the house of the Lord, we are excited about the opportunity to serve because we understand that serving is the culture of the kingdom. And we serve as unto the Lord and not as unto man. Hallelujah. What I'd like for you to do right now before we sign off tonight, please answer two questions for me. The first question is, what did I learn today? 
And the next question is, what am I going to do? I even got a third question. Who am I going to tell? What did I learn today? What am I going to do? And who am I going to tell? Just type that in the comment section, please. Glory to God. We have a couple of announcements as you're typing in the comment section, your answer to those three questions. This Saturday, we have an amazing event planned. It's the Millionaires Club. You know, I have, I have a vision of pastoring millionaires, people that have are financially secure, financially set. For what reason? So that they can be a blessing. Blessed to be a blessing. And so we have somebody that's going to be coming in to talk about an option in terms of real estate. And that's going to be on this Saturday at the church at 314 Waterman Avenue. The link is there for you to register. Amen. So you can hear about an investment strategy, which is in real estate. And we thank God because our Power for Living Academy happens tomorrow evening. And we have two classes going on. One is Kingdom Finance. The second class that we have going on is Investment Investing 101, learning about the stock market. We also have the final class for our youngsters on uh, our STEM class. They're actually um, pulling a computer apart, putting the computer back together again. That happens on Thursdays at our educational uh, campus. Uh, at 1080 Newport Avenue in Pawtucket, Rhode Island. So please answer those questions for me. What did I learn today? What am I going to do? Who am I going to tell? Everybody on the live, please respond to those questions before you sign off today. Also, if you have a, a love offering tonight, uh, the link is in the chat. Please Click that link and give as the Lord has touched your heart. As God has touched your heart, you give. And, and I thank the Lord in advance for your offerings. Amen. Praise the Lord. As we continue to teach about the kingdom of God. God's kingdom. Glory to God. Kingdom of God come. Will of God be done on earth as it is in heaven. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory be to his name. Uh, tomorrow morning, we'll be here bright and early, 5 a.m. for morning prayer. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. So just type in the comment section, what did I learn today? What am I going to do? Who am I going to tell? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Praise the Lord, people of God. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Amen. Please be sure to share this on your page. Uh, God bless you. And I pray you have an awesome, awesome, awesome remainder of your evening. Uh, also, please type in the comment section what city you're from, what state you're from, and what country you're from. Amen. God bless you. Have an amazing, amazing day.